Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the From the Shadows podcast. I am the producer, Jason Lewis. I would like to thank you for tuning in to the From the Shadows podcast. And without further ado, here is your host, Shane Grove. Welcome everybody to the uh, From the Shadows podcast. I am uh, Shane Grove. I'm your host and I'm uh, joined today with uh, the esteemed producer, Jason. How's it going? And uh, I'm also joined with, you know, this is one of our very special uh, Ozark Holler episodes. And so for the introduction, we, we kind of coaxed the Ozark Holler to stick around and help introduce this episode. So Ozark Holler, welcome to the uh, pre-episode introduction of your episode. Oh no! I don't, I don't know how to. I'm gonna give me one of those coyote squealers or something to work me on a howl. I really want a wolf howl. There you go. Right? I don't know. I, I had to research that. I wonder what animal howls the most, or the loudest, or the best. Oh jeez. I don't well, know. This is, uh, a red this tick is, hound. A red, a blue tick, or red tick, red bone. Mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like a real hound. I never even thought about that. Like a yeah. real. A hound hound instead of like a like a wild animal. Right. Um, right. You know, I had been reading. I don't something. Shane, you're a movie guy. Yeah. You know the line on MGM. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The the noise, the, the roar that they, the the growl that they dubbed in there is actually a tiger. Because oh. because they, 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 tigers had the loudest roar. And apparently lions don't really roar like you want. So now everybody thinks they do, but... But they went out to like the San Diego Zoo or wherever in the fifties when they when they made that, and and got that big that, that line that's on the MGM is like was a famous line you know what I mean from back in the old days zoo days, but he didn't he didn't growl or didn't roar so they had to find and I forgot where they got the tiger at, but when you see the beginning of an MGM movie and it roars that you're actually listening to a tiger. Hmm. Well now well now that you have ruined eighty years worth of movie watching for everybody that grew up thinking that was a lion. That is an um, interesting factoid. That's it's an interesting factoid. It's a lion, but the voice is a, that of a tiger. So so believe me, if I could change my voice, I would have a better radio voice. But I don't. I had to be the Ozark Howler because with my voice, I couldn't be the, you know what I mean? I, you, I couldn't be the Philadelphia uh, Panther or anything, could I? <laughs> you know, or the Boston Badass. Right. <laughs> well, that's the only place I can talk. Maybe Oklahoma or Texas, but well, this is the uh, this is the third installment of the Ozark Howler, and uh, I know uh, Jason from our experience, from the feedback we get and stuff. 
this is, these are some of the most popular episodes, which which kind of um, it doesn't. It, it's kind of weird because uh, you know what the podcast is built around is the is the unknown and the, and the cryptid stories and the conspiracy theory stories and ghost stories and this is the most real of anything we deal with. Is, yeah, uh, simply build around the unexplained, but yet this is stuff that actually happened. It is explained. Actually happened, yep. Yeah. And uh, so I, I just applaud our audience for uh, for for being open-minded and like and lo- liking the stories as much as we did. Because, you know, it, it was obvious the, uh, you know, when I first met the Howler, years ago it has been years ago now if you if you want to stop and think about it which is funny you know that was the best part i mean he told the greatest stories you know i'd be on the mail route he'd be in my ear on my bluetooth and he'd have me cracking up laughing and uh and people would look at me even stranger than they do normally and uh and how you know now they can experience the uh you know the pleasure from the ozark howler that i got well, that's how they used to call you the crazy old kook. They said you were laughing and just talking to yourself. <laughs> oh, I understand now. Right. Okay, right. you had reason to now. All right, I get well, you. I got you. They called the postmaster and be like, hey, you know this guy's out here delivering mail and he's talking to some, somebody. <laughs> well, who's he talking to? There's nobody around. <laughs> so, 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 Howler, how do you, how do you uh, handle this, uh, this newfound... I guess success, this uh, this fame, you know, this almost stardom like. You know, nobody knows. I I I shared this podcast with exactly uh, two people, maybe three, two. Well, yeah. well, well, now come on, we need to get some first better of numbers. all. I don't have. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> you need better numbers. <laughs> Damn. You know, yeah, I'm not like you guys. I don't have all these. I'm not on Facebook and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm down here building a bunker for the apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> so the, so the smaller pathway I got to my, my, my Nirvana here, the less people are going to be, I'm going to have to shoot to keep it. You know what I'm saying? When the flash, comes, <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse happens, I don't want people to even think that, that, I got anything, certainly, because down here, if you're, you know, if they think you got some money, that's why, you know, I, that they made a show called, um, on Netflix, what was it called? Ozark, right? I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Ozark. And I watched, I tried, my wife loved it. Everybody I know down here loves it, okay? Well, most people love it. There's a couple people that didn't, and and, and there was a the one show that I watched, it said, oh, uh, Marty there, they thought he had $6 million. If people thought you had $6 million down here, you would just be gone. I mean, that's it. What that silence I just did on the radio. That's what happened. Just silence. Okay. <laughs> they couldn't make the second episode because you'd get whacked in the first episode. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so some of the things I find far fetched about that are that right there, you know, so I don't want anybody down. I mean, plus two thirds of this County doesn't have high speed internet. So they had a big deal where they give iPads to these kids, in these school districts, they got, they hired these, these PhD, superintendents from the city to come out here, you know, and they get their first job in these smaller districts. And then the first thing I want to do is get iPads and what's the Microsoft, uh, uh, note pad or whatever they call it because, but then when they get told 
a third in some of these districts, two thirds of the kids don't have internet at home. Makes them useless. <laughs> yeah, but they still get them anyway, just so they can say they can check that on the box. So, 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 and you know, you talk to me sometimes. I'm trying to talk, and 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 I, you know, I'm kind of down here in in Paradise Valley, and the phone stops up at the top. The cell phone stops up at the top. <laughs> yeah. So, so <clears throat> that's why I don't tell very many people because most people down here certainly. Plus, they're they're suspicious if they think you're if you're creating something, you could be quasi considered entertainers. Okay. Oh boy. Which means you might be lighting loafers or a liberal, and and the you know what I mean, and and you down here in the country, and they don't want any of that stuff. They don't want any of that any kind of Hollywood or any kind of. So well, th- well, thank God I can be liberal here in Crawford County. So well, there you know, go. better not keep it in the closet here. Now they'll accept you for being gay down here, but they won't accept you for for being a Democrat. Oh. They just want this thing going to happen. <laughs> well, on that note, yeah. you got hey, we should scrub, scrub that, right? We should scrub that part. We might have to cut that part. Might have yeah. to scrub well, it out. <laughs> well, uh, so. So let's uh, we'll we'll get the episode started. Some really good stories here. We think everybody will enjoy it. And uh, thanks again for the ho- to the howler for uh, um, crawling out of his bunker in Paradise Valley and joining us this morning. And uh, as always, uh, parental discretion is advised for any episode that the howler is involved with. But uh, you know he's just keeping it real. So uh, let us know what you think and. Uh, We'll be working on episode four with the Ozark Howler at some point. Absolutely. So, so enjoy the episode. We'll talk to you later. So, so Jason, we're we're sitting here today with the uh, the infamous or just famous? I don't know, but he's notorious. The Ozark Howler. And uh, Jason, wait till you hear this story uh, that the Howler's got for us today. He's told me this story before, and it's. Uh, it's pretty good. It's right up there with the rest of them. I am all ears. Hairy ones, but all ears. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I'm 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 sitting there. I don't think I was writing the ticket. I was just giving somebody a warning. I'm standing there on the side of the road talking to somebody about their uh, behavior, and then they called me. I could hear a plectron, which is what they use to tone out fire fire names. They used to. I don't know what they do nowadays because I've been out of it so long, but. Um, so whenever you hear that plectron when you're close, you, you kind of put an ear to it and try to figure out, well, you know, what's going on? Where are they going? Well, next thing you know, now they're calling the station. I can hear all these people calling the station, and now they're calling me. Dispatch is trying to call me. Ask my 1020, my location. So I told them where I was at, and they said, we, uh, we have shots fired. Somebody's down. The shooter's still there, and they gave me an address on, on uh, Poplar Road. I think that's what it was. And literally, I look up, and the road sign's about 50 feet in front. I could read the road sign. That's how close I am to this road. Now, when I say road, for your urban listeners, I'm on a, <laughs> sta- I'm on a state highway that turns gravel road. So it's not like I'm driving a couple blocks down the street. I'm going about to drive out in the country. And part of the address, the address there, I'm getting this second and third hand, but I'm listening to everybody, Okay. So 
because the county dispatch is telling the state dispatch and the state dispatch is telling me. So I get to hear it every time because I'm a tune. I got all these different systems going on at once. Okay. So they, <clears throat> they're trying to give directions. They said, well, you just go down there and you go down a steep hill. When you cross the creek, you'll see them. And then our dispatch said the creek, yeah, there's a low water slab. So down here in the country, they don't even have money for bridges a lot of times. So if they get, if it's a, heavily traveled road they'll pour a little concrete in the creek and, and the locals just <laughs> just drive through it man you know as long as the water ain't too deep sometimes that's how you can tell the out-of-towners if you get a flash flood and, and you got visitors somebody's drowning because for some reason they don't oh, know they don't it's not it's tragedy you know some of them will just get the car flooded out but but some of them tragically get taken from us early because they're their depth perception, uh, water-wise, is not what it ought to be. So anyway, I'm going flying down this gravel road, and that's what they say. They know a house number. You cross the slow water slab. It's going to be the first place you're going to – you'll know. And that's what they tell me. You'll know when you get there, which is not a good thing in a shooting. So what's that mean? They're going to shoot at me? You know, I, I don't know. So I cross this low water slab. I turn my – I got my lights, red lights on, but I got my siren off because I don't want them to know. I'm going to try to halfway sneak up on them, if you could imagine that. But, right. I come around across this low water slab, come around a little corner, and there's a Dodge K car. Oh, um, gosh. With its, yeah, you remember the K car? Dodge K, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. remember okay. that. Is that K for crap? I think it was, hey, man, Lee Iacocca saved Chrysler for, with that. Okay, so let's, let's say, and he just passed away. We lost him last year. So, anyhow, it was, it was, it was half on the roadway, half off the roadway. There's a, and I don't want to say this, so I'm going to, because this is probably going to get you down there. But there was a fat girl holding the baby in the street, in the road. And and there's a dude. Is that what they meant by you'll know when you get there? I guess. Yeah. First of all, I can't drive by because this car is halfway in the street. Second of all, there's, a, you know, three hundredths of a stretch. You know, probably 250, 260, but she's only about 5'4". Um, and she's holding this baby. And she's dressed like uh, uh, a a a two sixty will will dress in the summertime in the country on a gravel road holding a baby while her boyfriend's changing a flat tire. Ready to go to Walmart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she just she just. I mean, she looks. I'm paint, trying to paint a picture for the viewers that has to understand cool. this. So as I come screeching up, and there's hey, there's a guy. He no shirt on, skinny changing a flat tire with no shirt on and i roll up in this brand new crown vic you know dual exhaust blare and jam on anti-lock brakes throw it up and park and got all the red lights going and everything and i jump in somebody's supposed to be shot here remember yeah so i pull out the artillery meaning my shotgun i pull it and i do my best miami vice and rack it <laughs> and i point it right at him and i said the dude changing the flat tire and uh, I said, let me see your hands. And he said, hold the fuck on. And I said, let me see your hands. And he said, I told you, hold the fuck on. I'm busy. And I had to yell at him again. And this dude turns around. And as he's turning around, he's reaching in his front right pocket. So I, I got to scream at him again. You know, nowadays they just shoot people. Back in the old days, cops had a little discipline, but anyway, 
so I'm just looking at him down the barrel and I'm telling him, let me see your effing hands. And when he turns around, he's got a, I'm pointing, we're on Skype. So you guys see me. (laughs) He's pointing, I'm pointing to my left shoulder. When he turns around, he's got a bullet hole in him and a big old, about 14 inches of blood, a bloodline going from his (laughs) collarbone about to his belly button (laughs) in a sweaty, dusty, nasty humidity. He's got a bullet hole in him bleeding. And he's changing the tire. And he's changing the tire. And I, I show him, when I use the F word, because that's what they understand down here, I said, show me your effing hands. And he was he pulled out a, a, a pack of Marlboro Reds in a flip-top box. That's what he was getting out of his pocket. Pulls one out and lights a cigarette while he's staring me down. With a hole in his shoulder. Yeah, with a bullet hole. You're bleeding. And I said, this is what's kind of the officer safety fail of us. I said what's going on or, you know, who shot you or something like that. And him and the fat girl, fat girl can only point with one hand because she's holding a baby. They go him. And I look over my right shoulder and there's a dude standing there. Now, if he'd want to kill me, he could have killed me 50 times because I didn't even see him. there. But he's holding the phone, a cordless phone. And, uh, of course I was spinning my gun around. I said, you shoot him. He goes, you fucking right. I shot him. I'm fucking around here. I shot him. So, Anyway, I call the cavalry and tell them they can kind of slow down. I got everybody because because the caller still had him on gun at gun on the phone when I had him at gunpoint. So he's telling dispatch I got the victim at gunpoint. Now he doesn't tell them everything, so they're telling everybody you know I got, I'm out of the car with somebody at gunpoint and all this other stuff. So I try to quell the the posse before it gets there, and at the same time I'm hearing toning out a helicopter, staff for life. So I'm seeing. 50,000 of my tax dollars going out the window right here on this gravel road. Because <laughs> out here in the country, they fly everybody with a bullet hole in them. So even though he's had the ability to start changing his flat tire and he's working a lug wrench, <laughs> he gets our tax dollars. He gets to take the Cadillac flight up to the university. So anyhow, because then they start sending out the fire trucks because they've got a mark an LZ and they run out these hoses and they just, you just can't imagine what all they do, but back to the changing the tire. So I get the shooter over there and I said, what is going on? And he said, well, <clears throat> the fat girl's my ex and the baby is my baby. I've got full custody of it. And, and she said she wanted to talk to me. So when I came down here, we had a little altercation. So I'm just going to tell you how it happened because it sounds better than this guy talking. There was tracks all the way around his house, like three, four times. And what happened is they had a disturbance that when the, when the, the excuse me, when the boyfriend, who's the victim, when the victim goes out in the street, they start an argument, a disturbance out here. And the fat girl, he dropped her off at the low water slab. She walked in the back door and stole her baby. So that was the, what the whole deal was. He was good. The boyfriend's going to go down there and start uh, a crap with this guy in the street. And then while he was out on the front porch, fat girl's going to get her kid back, you know, cause that's what you do when you don't have custody, you go in back and steal your baby. Well, <clears throat> they started playing this, the, 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 and cause you guys remember the nineties. The guy on the street was saying, come out to the street. The guy in the house was saying, come on my property. You know, like. Yeah. Little bit know, of a little bit of a standoff there. Yes, yeah. yes. So finally, the guy in the house got tired of the dude on the street and walked out there. 
to, 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 to straighten him out. Well, the guy in the street realized that he's about to get his ass kicked. So he gets in his K car, fires it up, and, and tries to run over the shooter. Now, the shooter ain't got a gun at this point. <laughs> the shooter's trying to run, and this guy chased this, this K car, chased this man around. Now, it's a little old country house. I don't know how. It's not a trailer. It's a frame house. But Because I don't know if a trailer would have got him. It would have been too much of a straight stretch in the front and the back. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't have made it on a trailer. But yeah. it's still a little old square house. He was able to make it around the corner. He's about the third time getting chased around his house with his K car, he goes in the back door. He comes out the front door with a 22, Remington Speedmaster 22. And when this guy, the K car comes around, he shoots, he goes through the windshield, hits the steering wheel, deflects off and gets the guy in the, in the collarbone. Now this guy, he thought the K car was enough, but, but, until you got the rifle. So he tries to, when he takes the round through the shoulder, he straightens it out and tries to jump back on the road. Well, the problem is the road bed's higher than the yard and he high centers. So when the, when the road bed hits his frame, he's high centered into front wheel drive car and he's trying to spin out, but he can't because so the shooter shoots the back tires out to keep him there. <laughs> so when I roll up, he's trying to change the back tire cause he thinks he can't go cause it's flat. When in reality he can't go because, the front of the car is raised up too high to get traction to get off the high center. Does that make sense? How, how on earth? How on earth is he changing the tire, back tire, when the front tires are off the ground? He was. He had that little rinky-dink jack, and he was trying to get that four-way. He was trying to get it all underneath there, and 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 at and the whole time. So the shooter went back in the house and, and put the gun up and called nine one and said, "Hey, this dude, come down here. You know, he I, I just shot some in my yard, and that gets their attention." That gets their attention. So, <clears throat> needless to say, I take all these statements. A helicopter comes in. Big old EC-145 comes in, lands, and and they're trying. These EMTs are trying to put him in on the, you know, he's got to get on the gurney so they can walk him out across, you know, walk his gurney out across and load him up. And these flight nurses are little bitty things, and he's not used to dealing with little bitty things because he's getting mouthy with <laughs> What they're mouthing over is a cigarette. They tell him he's got to put his cigarette out before they can transport him. And he says, he's going, fuck it, don't transport me. I want to smoke. And 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 they get into an argument to the point where we have to tell him, we have to take his cigarette. The cops have to take his cigarettes away so he can quit smoking enough, long enough to get in his helicopter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they, what? Isn't that terrible? So that is finally, that's terrible. They finally he finally finishes his, his cigarette, last cigarette, gets lays back down. Cause when they first load him on the gurney, they had it leaning up. Okay, and he was trying to finish cigarette anyway. They get him loaded up in his helicopter and it takes off. So I gotta get statements from fat girl from the 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 baby's daddy and whatever else I need to do. So then I, I take the shooter down to the courthouse, jail, old-fashioned country stuff, you know what I mean? So there's a jail-courthouse combination. And I call the prosecutor, and I say, hey, this is, this is the deal. And I line out the story kind of a little smoother than I did for you guys about, you know, they went down there to steal his baby back that he doesn't have custody to. Well, out here in the country, especially back in those days, the prosecutor said, you know, Jeff, if you go down to the 
somebody's house and try to steal their baby and kick their ass, you're probably going to get shot. So keep, <laughs> keep the gun, but let the guy go, and I'll look at it when I get to work on Monday. Okay? So, so it was an attempted kidnapping and a shooting. And the yeah, guy's like, so eh. he was like his self-defense. You know what I mean? The kidnapper yeah. was who he got shot is the way he looked at it. Yeah. You know, don't go stealing somebody's baby. Don't go down to somebody's house and steal somebody's baby and expect not to get shot. There, shot. You, there you go. Okay. So <laughs> that's a that's a no brainer. Hey, I'm getting <laughs> all these calls. Live your life anyway, right? All these calls, all these calls are coming in, and it's the victims' family saying, "Hey, you know, is this guy going to stay in jail? What's going on?" And I'm trying to explain to him, you know. I don't, we don't know yet. Well, what do you mean you don't know yet? My son, my brother's on life support. I said, your brother ain't life support. They flew him to Columbia. He's on life support. I said, he was smoking a Marlboro when I talked to him. <laughs> what do you mean? I said, uh, after she motherfuckers me, I said, we had to take his cigarettes. The worst thing happened to him, we took his cigarettes away so they could load him up. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I had the prosecutor on the phone, and this is kind of low rent I used to be, I said, hey, Bob was the name. I said, Bob, since I got you on the phone, I said, you know, that car, I spent all day down here and I hadn't got to do anything. So they're going to look at my numbers. I said, that car belongs to this old woman. He had bought it in town from this old woman, never got the license place changed, never had insurance on it. So I said, "Wow, can, I'm going to write him some tickets. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, get your numbers up. Get your numbers get up. Get my numbers up. Yeah, I'm going to write him some tickets. Even though he's been shot, I'm going to write him some tickets. I let the shooter go, but I'm going to write him some tickets because tickets are just easy to prove. You know, you, When you got to work a crime scene where somebody's shot, that's hard. That's a lot of work. But writing a dude a ticket, that's pretty easy. So... I wrote this guy some tickets, okay? And then I'm off work a day or two. I don't remember, not very many days, day or two, three, something like that. When I sign on to work, when you work out here in the country, you just sign on when your house. Well, I, when I signed on, my boss called me two-way, car to car, and said, hey, meet me down here at the uh, uh, police station. I got to talk to you. And so I rolled up, and I said, what's going on? He goes, hey, you know those tickets you wrote to that guy? I said, yeah. And he goes, We're gonna have, you're going to have to void them all out. And I said, void them all. I said, talk to the prosecutor. And he goes, well, the dude's dead. I said, dead? And here I felt bad. You know, I'm making fun of him. You know, I'm making fun of him to his sister. You know, he's smoking cigarettes and stuff. <laughs> and I said, dude, how did he die? He was changing a flat tire, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and he goes, oh, no, he got out of, he got, they just kept him overnight at the university. And then they let him out. And then somebody else shot him on Sunday. <laughs> that's morbid <laughs> that is morbid so he says yeah he says, uh, he, was, story he, was recuperating. he was recuperating with his arm in a sling you know how they do uh -huh. sitting on the couch in the trailer park because they lived in a trailer park in a trailer park between the two fat girls, the girl from the other day, and there was another, I guess, 250-pounder next to him with him. And I was I don't want to say somebody famous, but he, he reminds me of Kid Rock, kind of. You know, just skinny yeah. kid. Yeah. So he's sitting between two fat chicks on the couch watching movies back in the day when you had to rent them. You know, they rented some movies and helped him 
recuperate. recuperate. And yeah. somebody opened the trailer door. A masked man opened the trailer door and shot him multiple times. Didn't touch the girls he was sitting between. Shot him multiple times and left. What? So, <laughs> so did they... Yeah, so they got the shoot. So I, that's what I. My next thing is, well, who shot him? Why did he shoot him? He said, well, and this is. I feel bad telling the story because this 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 shooter had some issues. So this guy lived down in the trailer park. This this young man had was uh, was mentally deficient. Okay, and he had a job at what we call a sheltered workshop. I don't know what you guys call it out yeah. there. You think, but you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. he was borderline. He could barely take care of himself. But what had happened is he had he lived with his mom and dad. First, his dad died. Then his mom died. Then his sister essentially took a, took took over the truck, took over the estate, and kicked him out of the house he was raised in. Okay, so uh, so on his limited resources, the only place he could afford. I don't know how he ended up down in the trailer park, but he ended up in the trailer park. And, and I guess there were some other people that worked there at the shelter workshop in the trailer park, too. And every day, this bus would come and pick them up to bring them to work. You know, that's how it works. I don't know what the yeah. bus is called. But, you know, these guys are in their 20s and 30s riding a bus to build. I don't know what they build over there. So <clears throat> what had happened is my boss, my sergeant, my corporal, when, had, they do a, when somebody gets killed, I had to do a neighborhood canvas where they go start talking to all the neighbors and say what happened. So they knock on the door of this trailer and. My sergeant says, hey, man, you know why we're here? And, and this kid goes, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done it. Now, of course, these guys were smart enough right off the bat. They said, well, okay, that's okay. You know, some folks just need shot. What'd you do with the gun? Well, I cleaned it and put it in here. So they go in the kitchen of this house, and the second drawer down, he had, had this little old junkie. I think it was 25 automatic or something. I mean, nothing, nothing really good by today's standards. But underneath it was a notebook piece of paper, and he had a list. And the victim was number one on the list, and it was marked out. Number two was a sister. I think there was a total of nine names on that list, and he was just going to go down, and it was nine people that 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 oh boy. Wrong he, trespassed upon him, and he didn't yeah. know how to deal with it. So, of course, they go to court. He gets public defender because he ain't got no money. He goes to court, and they, and, they, and they show how this dude, the victim, you know, had picked on these short bus riders every day for some of them for years until this kid moved in a trailer park and he was obviously didn't want to be victim. You know, he wasn't going to take it for years. So after a couple of weeks or month, he was able to score the gun and, and, and the mask and all that stuff. I guess he got the idea of watching TV. So anyway, so you, so what you're saying is this is the plot from sling blade before China. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause I like that. Just, and you know, the sad part is I don't think he got much time. He got probation or something because you can't go around picking on handicapped kids down here and expect them not to get shot. You know, and I know this sounds bad, but there's just a lot of folks need shot, you know? Well, is, <laughs> there, there you go. It says it all. You heard I mean, it from the Ozark Howler, folks. You know, well, <laughs> they don't like mess around too much, you well, know? Well, wouldn't just, that be second on the list behind don't go trying to kidnap somebody's baby and not expect to get yeah. shot? And then number hey. two would be don't pick hey. on yeah, somebody right. less fortunate. And that's, not right. that's right. That's right. 
we need to rewrite that song. What was that song? And you say you don't go riding hot check down to Mississippi. There ain't no good chain gangs. You don't yeah. go stealing babies. You know, <laughs> in the Ozarks, don't go stealing babies. Don't picking on a handicap. Uh, mentally, I used to say retarded, and my daughter goes nuts when I say that. And I try to explain to her that's the opposite of advanced. You know, like if I'm working on a truck and I'll say something about the timing being retarded. You can't say that word, Daddy. And I said that's the that's the correct term for a vehicle maintenance. It's the, it's just the opposite of advanced. Right. So back in days, you said that. Now you're now, mentally deficient. Now I keep um I keep telling Jason because he's a big pro wrestling fan. He used yeah, to have yeah, a pro yeah, wrestling yeah. podcast, and uh, I keep telling him about this story you told me. The Harley race. Can we say Harley's name since he's passed on? Say Harley. Sure, race you can. He was a he was a celebrity. Hey, so I was. <clears throat> see, I don't know what your guys' listener base is, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, and I hate to get taken off the air before I even get started. But, but <clears throat> one of the things you not Missouri, where I live, it, it in 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 growing up, they, there's all these public hunting and fishing areas and boat accesses and all that stuff. And when you're law enforcement, you tend to drive. Back in my day, you drive through there because. That's where people would, I'd say, get shot. People get shot, dump cars. You know, they steal a car, and they go push it in the river when they get done with it. Or they're going to go hand-to-hand buy on dope or something, and they say, meet me out here on, you know, by such and such. And, you know, somebody gets killed out there in the middle of nowhere. So sure. you have a habit of driving through these conservation areas, you know. Well, there's one pretty close to town, and they'd paved the road. They'd done a bunch of work to it. And I was driving down there. Another reason why you go down there because they all have outhouses, you know, like uh, they call them, <laughs> but fancy. And when you got when you when you're working late at night, you know, you just you're in uniform, so you just can't go take a leak on the side of the road somewhere. I guess you could, but so you go down to these places and take a leak in the outhouse. So anyway, I'm coming out of there, and it's got a real long, about a mile of of paved road, and coming, and there's a it's about ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. And there's a car coming at me. And, and this state has a, a, a rigorous inspection program to get your license renewed every year, license plates renewed. You got to get a, a, a make, they make sure your exhaust works and all your turn signals work. And you don't have just, do, you, do they do that out there where you guys live? I don't know, but no. it's just terrible. No, they do it out west, though. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's supposed to be for safety, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So we don't really care so, about safety. So yeah. what happens is a lot of these times people with deficient exhaust, as soon as they see a cop car, they let off of the gas. So it, it, it quiets down. But what it really does is go when it goes by you. So as I'm coming out of this place and this, these kids see that I'm a cop, they let off of it and it goes right by. And it's pretty decent weather. Mm-hmm. You know, 65 degrees, whatever, had my window cracked. So, you know what's going on now? I cut a big U-turn, light him up. And it's an old, junky uh, Chevy, I want to say Corsica. What was the two doors? Corsica, I think, was the four-door. What was the two-door? Oh. It had a Z24. Remember them things? Beretta? Beretta. Beretta. Yeah. Beretta. 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 (laughs) I'm ashamed that I know what a K car is and a Beretta. I'm walking up next to this car. And in both the back, you know, the back window or the back seat is tapered. It's a little old triangle thing. 
it's got duct tape and plastic on it. <laughs> and then the driver's side has got duct tape and plastic on. So he's got two windows knocked out of this and then duct tape. So as I walk up there, you know, I'm kind of seeing in and they look, I don't just kind of, when you work out here in the woods, it kind of hillbilly country folks, you know, not dangerous really to much. I mean, I didn't think anyway, but you go try to take, have, ask somebody to lower the window when, when they got a duct tape closed, it gets tricky. That's when you get, you got to use your finesse. Okay. So he's telling me it's okay. You know, I'm sitting here trying to peel his window down for him a little bit. You know what I mean? The duct tape. So I'm peeling some window down. And as I'm standing there, I'm up by the A pillar post, so I'm looking down more through the windshield than the side window right. as we're as we're navigating the duct tape and the plastic. I can see Polaroids face down on the dash. Hmm. Now, you guys are old enough pre digital camera. Polaroids to me say shit that we don't want to get developed. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I mean, so and then they're going down here at this boat ramp. Now I never messed with anybody down at the boat ramp. You know, you know, if if they were parked, I didn't I didn't mess with them. I might have run a license plate, but you know, you had guys going to harass people. They'd make out, you know, or usually they go down the boat ramp at ten thirty night. If they're not legitimately taking in or out or night fishing, they're smoking weed, or it's couples, and that could be male on female, or nowadays male on male, or whatever. You know what I mean? So I got these two boys going down this thing in the middle of the night. So, and, and, and they, the locals think, I don't, they, they think locals think the same way the cops do or whatever, you know, you're going down there. So I started ribbing them a little bit cause they look like fairly decent kids. I said, y'all going down there, smoke some dope. Oh no, sir. We don't do anything like that. And the driver's a big boy. I know I'm telling my second country fat person joke in two minutes. <laughs> He's a big old boy. Oh, no, sir, we don't do any of that. We don't do it. And then the one says, anymore. So they have to put the caveat on there, anymore. So I said, oh, you used to smoke dope? Yeah, a little bit, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I said, you, but you're not going down there smoke no dope now. No, sir, no, sir. I said, you ain't queer, are you? Oh, no, no. So I go run their license, driver's license. Sure enough, both of them are on probation for weed. After they just said, you know, no, no, no. So I'm up there talking to them a little bit now i'm not going to search the car because i wasn't a car searcher because people the cars are dirty and they got needles and 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 i just you know i just just leave me alone you know what i mean right and you know i was always i was a liberal that's why i'm on the radio now i was a liberal cop that's why i couldn't make it so <laughs> but i want to see those pictures so i'm up there <laughs> giving their license bump back and i just Without even asking permission, I reach in and grab that one and, and pull it out before because I want to see what, what's on it. And it's this big boy in his best. I don't know where you know what they do when they flexing or they got their like a, a like a flex fig leaf. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> pumped, you know what I mean? And he's next <laughs> to an old man, and I said, and it's dark because I got my flashlight. I said, what is it? He goes, well, that's me and Harley Race. I just graduated from Harley's wrestling school. <laughs> i said well you know and he had a portable ring and got stolen he had a ring that was like on a gooseneck trailer and then set it up and he Harley had gotten stolen. Harley, Harley Harley. yeah and it was a big it was a big when they put out the apb for this wrestling ring most of the young guys thought it was a joke you know what i mean they didn't even know 
who Harley raced. What you know what I mean? Handsome Harley was. So 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 only the old timers even knew. So that was some big joke around the station there. A wrestling truck and the old guys, yeah, handsome Harley. And 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 so I asked these guys immediately because that APB just come out. I said, hey, you guys didn't steal his trailer, did you? Oh no, no, we don't know who did that. You know, we're super fans, and and all the Polaroids was was from from the it went to the wrestling school. You know, they go in and 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 I felt bad for this kid. You know, it's bad when you go to sixty five year old man's wrestling school and he looks better than you. But that's neither here. <laughs> <you know. laughs> so. <laughs> So the kid, the kid was. Oh, uh, so hey, it had all all these Polaroids of himself. Yeah, of himself. yeah, but guys, you know, and they were wrestling moves, and they were, you know, and they. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I had to ask him about the windows. I said, "Man, what's the deal with the windows?" And he said, "Well, I locked my keys in my car, so I, I knocked the little one out first, and I was too big. I couldn't reach in and unlock it. <laughs> then I had to go ahead and knock, <laughs> go ahead and knock the second window out." <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my I mean, goodness! You hear a story like that, you just gotta let them go. I mean, you just, you just, I mean, they just trying to make it in this world, you know? <laughs> they just, just trying, trying to, to make, make it. it in this world. Just, <laughs> just trying to make it. In this thank, world. thank God for uh, duct tape and Walmart, right? <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to memorize phone numbers, man. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> oh boy. For some reason, I don't think that guy memorized many had many phone numbers. No, he probably did not. No, that's why he got his partner with him. Where, yeah, just yeah. they would do oh. the tag team effort right there. Yeah. So I wonder, did that did that uh, young man? Did he ever go into a career of professional wrestling? You know, uh, I think John Cena. No, no. <laughs> I was going to ask, was his name Chris Hahn? <laughs> hey, I don't want that big son of a gun mad at me, so that's on you. I don't know if he can memorize directions good enough to get to find me, but one of these days he might. He would ask me to take him down there to you. <laughs> of course, hey, that's another thing in the day of the GPS. This goes back to the the uh, dumb people being able to mate. Now they just plug in the directions in a GPS and it'll tell them. You know? Yeah. Back in our day, you had to know when some when you got directions to some girl's house or to a party, first of all, you had to go to a party to meet anybody or a bar. And you you're under, underage, you had to go you you had to which means you had to meet people. Mm-hmm. Which means you had to have some kind of a personality in to start off. They used to or refer to, to it as a game. Yeah. yeah, and then you had to get somebody to give you a phone number. You had to memorize it, and then when they give you directions to a location, you had to know, you know, land recognition, and then, and then that was pre-anti-bullying. So that was back in the days when people would kick. It, you could get an ass whipping. It could be from a brother, a boyfriend, a neighbor. You just never knew what where. It, so only the most successful people had babies. Nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to know anything. They get they meet online. Snatch chat. GPS tells them how to get there. They don't have to memorize no 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 nothing. So so it, for a million years only the strong survived, and now, now anybody does. Now you got now you got to talking about having to memorize the phone numbers, and uh, I'm not one to usually be telling you know a good story, but. Because one of our loyal listeners, Todd Redman, 
I'll, I'll name drop him. He'll be listening to this episode in the in the garbage truck, and this will harken back to one of those. Yeah, this will be this will be harken, harken back to one of those uh, phone numbers. Okay, so there was a young lady. I I won't mention her name. I'll save her the embarrassment. But she went to a different school. I think I think I was in college, and she was somebody that um, I met, and she gave me her phone number, and I had it written down on the on a piece of paper. Okay, because you know there was no cell phone. That's phones. what you had to do. Yeah, yeah that's what you had to do. That's what you had to do. And so Todd and I, 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 I spent a lot of time at Todd's house, and Todd's dad, he was the one that started and ran the, the refuse business. Okay, uh-huh. and uh, so he gets up. Apparently, you know, I, I'm at their house. I spent a lot of time there, and this piece of paper is down in their office by the phone. Here's this girl's name with her phone number that you wrote down. That I wrote. That I wrote down. It's sitting. And you there. got. I got it. I got it. And we're off. You know, we're doing whatever. Maybe had gone back to college at that point. Well, during the course of the week, his dad comes in off the garbage route, sees this piece of paper with this girl's name, this phone number, calls her up, and says, "Well, I understand you. You want to start getting your garbage picked up." He's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I got your name and your number right here on my de- on my desk that I'm supposed to call you. <laughs> he just thought garbage. that was just something like. <laughs> he just thought it was a note for him about. about did, you, well, did she know who he was or recognize his name or anything? He didn't have any idea because she didn't go to our school. She was from like kind of out of the area a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and he did. And he had no idea. He's trying. He's talking to this seventeen-year-old girl, trying to convince her that she called him and left her name and number to get her garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Not even realizing that if he did go pick up her garbage, it'd been like an hour and a half away or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. So me and me and Todd always laugh about that because. That was one, and needless to say, you know, I we, there was no dating or anything that ever went on with that girl because I, I was because you didn't have the number. I was trying well, to figure out. Yeah, that you right. lost the number. She called him, and then now she's married to him, he, thinking he, it's you or something. He threw the number away, and that was one I didn't memorize because I had it written down, and then you know. But it's funny then in in the full circle. Um, I ended up coaching her daughter for a couple of years. She played basketball for us and stuff, but I never asked her. They were saying, "Hey, I never." Yeah, I never. It was all good, but it, that's a funny story from back in the day. Yeah, where well, you had to write numbers down, and then they write. would, you know, in the town I grew up in, the bank, local bank, had a time and temperature number. And I know well, now yeah. that I think about it, that sounds just dumb as hell. I mean, yeah. who has a time and temperature number? I might call it when I get off this podcast. The, t- the, time, is, the time so, is and the temperature is. Yeah. You remember that? You know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? Yeah, I remember that too. Back so when people all, would call this for the temperature or whatever. But, but yeah. And you used to be able to it, call up and order 20 pizzas to get delivered to somebody's house too. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I guess why not? They, they recognize like your number now. Oh, yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, the time and temperature number, you'd be out someplace and then you'd ask for a girl's number or whatever, and then she'd give, give you the time th- and temperature number. And you'd be like, <laughs> okay, thanks. 
<laughs> you just play dumb because you didn't, you know what I mean? That that was a burner number. That's yeah, that was the burn number. But, you know, if you got burnt enough, you recognized it. You know what I mean? So you just, you try to play cool then. <laughs> I did anyway. I never tried to correct them because I thought, you know, hey, they're like a bus. Like my buddy says, they're but, they're, you know, they're like a bus. Another one come along in a minute. Ah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just think about all the things you had to memorize besides numbers. I mean, in directions and, and, a phone. When's the last time you saw a phone book? Uh, well, you know what? We uh, I just delivered about 150 phone books for what the mail route, and and you know my first thought is is listen, there's nothing there's nothing new in this phone book from the people that got them last year. The right. only thing is is going to be some stuff that's not there. Maybe some of the older people passed away or whatever. It's like what's new in the phone book? Nothing. Nothing. I don't even think anybody. I mean, the yellow page used to be, you know, fifty pages thick. It was probably a sheet and a half. I mean, come on. I don't know. I mean, I haven't. You surprised me. I don't. I've never seen a phone book, and I don't know when last time I've seen a phone book. And and nothing against nothing against the old people, you know. There, but man, that some of those people. Some of those people want. You got any extra phone books? I'll take two. Oh, come on. I'd, I'd give the same first person 150 of them. So they, they use they use them to balance their couch when they break the leg on it because they don't want to they don't want to buy another one. That's what they use it for. Yeah, balance yeah. their bed when they bust it or something. Know, and kind of level know, the mattress but, out a little. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I think there should be. I don't even know how you could, you know, what I'd like. You know, I always thought what the hell I have is a. Like a instead of a reform school, you know how the kids get in trouble. You used to, back in the old days, they say send them to reform school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we had like a time machine, and when they went to reform school, it was like the '80s, you know, or maybe the early, but it was the '80s where they had to use a push mower to cut the grass. Now the kids, it's, it's unsafe for them getting cut. You know what I mean? So, 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 yeah. So when these kids so, got this, so reform school today would be just going back and living. Living the life we had to live, yeah. <laughs> you know, cutting grass or walking to, to some place. You put know what I mean? A, put them on the farm for a week. Let them milk yeah. cows and let them feed the Wouldn't hogs. Wouldn't even have to do that. I mean, just to have them. I, just, I hate to break it to you, Jason. The farm ain't quite as what it used to be. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, things have yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah. Now, now on the farm, you, you drive around the field once and then on the GPS – you mean and you don't have a you don't have a mule named Betsy for uh, tilling the land? Not for tilling the land, just for the petting zoo. Damn! Damn. <laughs> I was just thinking to stress out my kids and mostly be telling them they had to ride somewhere without their seatbelt on. Remember, you get in a car with no seatbelt. My kids, if you could put it in park or reverse without the seatbelt, boy, they'll scream at you. <laughs> Maybe that'd be the torture. Now, kids. Y'all screwed up. So you're here at reform school. So you got to ride to town. We're going on a 30 mile journey with no seatbelts. So no airbags. No airbags. If it's your, if you want the window down, you got to roll it, crank. It's that handle over there. Turn it. Turn it the other way. Turn it the other way. It, okay. It's funny, it's funny so you mentioned if somebody's, that. Yeah, if somebody's number's up today, you <laughs> might not make it. Sorry. Oh, and you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a 10-mile gravel road after you get all sweaty. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> hey, but let's, let me tell you what the good – hey, the, the, the bad news – the good news is 
The bad news is we got to take this 10-mile gravel road after you're all sweaty with no air conditioning, and you got to roll the window down. The good news is there's going to be a party at the end of the thing, and you've got to talk to some nice, clean people. With all <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, and they'll give you their number, but you can't write it down. There's no phones. There's no text. There's no – you've got to memorize it. Uh-huh. You've got to memorize it. Well, that ain't going to happen with most folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. On that note, um, we'll uh, we'll stop the uh, the uh, jaunt down the uh, gravel road slash memory lane, and uh, maybe when everybody listens to this episode, they can jump online and uh, give us their favorite memories of uh, yeah. growing up. That's right. <laughs> Growing up in the 80s. Growing up on gravel. Once again, we had the Ozark Howler, and uh, it's been wonderful. And uh, you need to line us up some more stories so we can get you back again. That's for sure. Okay, you get the viewers, and I'll get the stories. We're, we're, we'll work on that on our end. And uh, Shane, before you go, you need to plug that new book of yours. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you know what? I don't even know the name of the book. Don't! Oh, oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> from the stories channel. i should have wrote i think that's what it was called, it's called stories i should have wrote called, it's actually called from the shadows uh so it's uh from the shadows volume one it's the uh, first book in a series that uh i was asked to uh to write for our an already established author and uh the cool kind of cool thing about it is is that it is in screenplay form you know, Jeff and I uh, do a little uh, screenwriting here, so it's in the. It reads as if you were watching either a television show or the movie. So it'll be a little bit. It's a little bit different for anybody that goes out and uh, is is foolish enough to buy it. So actually, this morning I was already working on. I, I had to reformat it so it it reads as a book for the for the electronic version. But uh, but if you go buy the book now, it's. Uh, it is in the screenplay version. So the hope is it's being pitched to uh, television movie people right now that uh, you'll be able to get it and uh, read through it while you're watching watching it as a television episode or a, or a movie. So so and the and the little the the teaser is is that in the book all you guys are in the book as the podcast hosts or the podcast from the shadows. So. That's the teaser. So there so. is some realism there. There is some realism. There is some realism. And I uh, I think I captured the essence of the Ozark Howler perfectly in his dialogue. In the nice. <laughs> so, but that's the scoop on the book as of right now. So, so all right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for an entertaining morning. And, uh, well, uh, I'll be looking forward to listening back on this episode and, and laughing while I'm delivering mail. Absolutely. <laughs> and everybody that listens, if you enjoy this, please uh, subscribe to our uh, podcast on one of your uh, forums. Uh, we don't care which one. They're all good. If you prefer Spotify, use Spotify. You like TuneIn, use TuneIn. We're soon we're going to be on iHeartRadio. Uh, check, uh, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to have some good stuff that's going to come up there in the future, but for right now, we just have, um, 
our audio podcasts are there for some people. They have a YouTube app, and they are real comfortable with that, so they like to listen to it on YouTube. But we will have some uh, new, fresh material in the near future that will be coming out on our YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody. All right, sounds good. See ya. All right, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast dot go dot com or contribute to our Facebook discussion page called after the shadows. And tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in that shadow. God only knows what's hiding in that Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.